I think the intelligence community currently assesses that both ISIS-K and al-Qaeda have the intent to conduct external operations, Mm -hmm. including against the United States, uh, but neither currently has the capability to do so. We could see ISIS-K generate that capability in somewhere between six or 12 months. That was Under Secretary of Defense Colin Call sounding the alarm yesterday. Yeah, al-Qaeda and ISIS are headed this way, you think? Hmm. And what leads you useless morons in the intelligence community to think that? Was it the video warning al-Qaeda put out two weeks ago saying they're going to do another 9-11, but, you know, bigger this time? Oh, and that they plan to get here over our border, which is wide open. Was that what clued you guys in? Or was it this? Texas Congressman Tony Gonzalez warning of a massive wave of migrants heading to the U.S. border from Panama, some with potential ties to terrorism. I just met with the foreign minister of Panama. She goes, you know, there there's over 100,000 migrants coming through Panama on their way to the United States as we speak. And she goes, funny you ask that, Tony, because in Panama, we do biometrics and we have apprehended 52 people that have been associated that are associated with Al Qaeda. Yeah, a sane country would close its borders, but this isn't one of those. But don't worry, Sleepy Joe's got it all figured out who the extremists are. They wear fleece vests. Fleece vests, you're thinking? Okay, now if you're a man listening to this, you have no idea what this means. Fleece vests are what's in style right now for the carpool mom set, the middle-aged lady set. Listen to Joe Biden campaigning in Virginia for Terry McAuliffe this weekend. I'll let Biden explain who he thinks the dangerous extremists are. Hint, it's not the Al-Qaeda fighters clearly pouring over our border. Extremism can come in many forms. can come in the rage of a mob driven to assault, driven to assault the Capitol. It can come in a smile and a fleece vest. Either way, the big lie is still a big lie. Well, at least he's right about that part. The big lie is still the big lie. It's just his party's the one telling it. As of all people, Tulsi Gabbard, former Democrat congresswoman, still a Democrat, from Hawaii, told Fox News. Her party, she says, sees the American people as the enemy, and they're turning on them. From her interview on Fox News yesterday. And that's what bothers me so much about what we're seeing with the Democratic Party now is that instead of doing that, instead of putting the interests of the American people first, we see them pushing their own selfish interests, the interests of the powerful elite. And instead of truly serving the American people, even worse, they are treating us as though we're the enemy. But the good news is they just suffered a fairly big setback yesterday. The outlines of the system they intend to use to control us are in place. We've been over it again and again on the Battleground podcast. Some of it, like the NSA spy system to pick up every text, every email, every phone call, is already there. But that's a spy system, not a control system. They need a control system. There's two other parts to it. One key part is the spying on your bank account. Every single transaction forever forward known to the government. They need this for three reasons. As the basis for their China style social credit system. Can't judge people. 
according to a credit score, if you don't know what they buy, if you don't know what they spend money on. They need it because they're running out of money, and they're going to want to confiscate money. And to confiscate money, they're going to need to know where it is. Don't think that'll happen? Google Greece and read. And the third reason they need it? For political persecution. The kind the IRS was already found guilty of doing toward conservatives and pro-Israel Jews and religious groups. Yep, in a rare move, given that the federal government has sovereign immunity and is almost never held responsible for the things it does because it's legally protected. In a rare move, a federal judge, you can Google this too, awarded damages to those groups because the IRS had taken their data and politically persecuted them. Well, the good news is that this, a key part of their system for control, just took a blow delivered by Uncle Joe. Not Joe Biden. Uncle Joe Manchin, who says it ain't going to fly. Not on his watch. Thank God for that. Here's him explaining how he's going to make them take the part out of the infrastructure bill that says that any account that sees... $10,000 or more go in and out of it in a year. So that would be the account of literally anyone. Social Security recipient, 15-year-old working part-time, anybody working part-time, you'd be spied on. Why did they put the number so low? Because they consider their domestic enemies these days to be not the wealthy. If they actually wanted to go after them, they'd have set it higher. Nope. Good, honest Poor, in some cases, folks who live in the sticks, those who voted for Trump, they fear them the most. That's why they set the limit that low. Anyway, here's Uncle Joe Manchin explaining to the Democrats how that's not going to be. They need his vote to pass the infrastructure bill. Manchin, by the way, is a senator from West Virginia, which Trump won by double digits. He's still a liberal, but he can't go too far or he'll lose his job. They were never enabled to go into bank accounts to the point to every individual. And I told him, the president and I had this conversation. I said, Mr. President, I don't know who put this out and how it got screwed up. And they said, basically, we're going to start looking at $600 transactions. Even if it's $10,000, okay, that's, that's only $800, $900 a year. And I said, do you understand how messed up that is to think that Uncle Sam's going to be watching Trent and what it does for bankers and this and that? I told him, I said, Mr. President, I don't know what happened. This cannot happen. It's screwed up. Well, we're sitting there and all the staff is around and everybody's looking. I can tell. I don't know, who's, I don't know who was responsible, but they were all looking at each other back and forth. Who in the hell did this one? Uh, and uh, so he says, I think Joe's right on that. So I think that one's going to be gone. We so do that. how might they have used this power they were seeking? Remember after January 6th, after the trespassing incident, When the FBI, we learned, got Bank of America to search all their account holders to find those who had purchased a gun within weeks of the January 6th insurrection, even though nobody brought one or used one, it didn't matter, and had brought a ticket, bought a ticket to go to D.C. and pulled them all, that's how they intended to use it, for pure political persecution, which they haven't given up on doing. They just got defeated on one of their big initiatives. But they're still intimidating the people they consider to be the true terrorists. (laughs) Carpool mobs. Folks, this country is losing it. Remember last week when our attorney general, the head of the Department of Injustice, testified before Congress 
I was asked by Jim Jordan, hey, are you know, are you going to send FBI agents to school board meetings? Will FBI agents be attending local school board meetings? No, FBI agents will not be attending local school board's meetings, and there's nothing in this memo to suggest that. Yeah, but you'll notice Garland didn't say anything about Department of Homeland Security officers, though. Apparently, the Department of Justice did not take kindly to those parents from Fairfax, Virginia, protesting in front of the Department of Justice. They're kind of sore with them. After all, they've embarrassed Democrat Terry McAuliffe, who the Democrats really need to win, um, by protesting a rape by a boy in a skirt. Now, you understand, a rape by a boy in a bathroom at a high school of a ninth grader would normally be frowned upon by the Democrats as an example of masculinity, toxic masculinity. But this boy was wearing a skirt, so they covered it up, protected him, not her. As that broke wide open, it embarrassed the Democrats, hurt their electoral chances. Our Department of Injustice and its leader, Merrick Garland, do not take kindly to that. Listen to how they responded to the parents who won't shut up about it. This is from Fox News Today, Wednesday. My next guest says the feds and a helicopter were sent to intimidate parents at a school board meeting that very night in Fairfax County, Virginia. Fairfax, Virginia mom of six, Stacy Langton, joins us now. So you're saying he was wrong. They were there that night, the feds. You saw the feds there that night, right? Right, and I don't think it was a coincidence because we had actually done a protest at the Department of Justice on Sunday, October 17th. So four days prior to the school board meeting, uh, we were there at 3 p.m. on Constitution Avenue, standing in front of the Department of Justice. And, you know, we had about 45 parents and we had a very peaceful, uneventful protest for one hour. Um, There were many uh, DHS uh, marked vehicles at the DOJ with us that day. And... um, You know, then we go to the school board meeting on Thursday night and all of a sudden this has never happened before. Um, We have federal vehicles there. We had the uh, DHS vehicle that you saw, um, which I posted a picture of. I took that photo and we had several of the um, what they call ghost cars, which are the unmarked police vehicles for different agencies. Um, Some may have been Fairfax County. Some may have been FBI. You know, they were charcoal gray. They were the white ones. And then we had a helicopter, a literal, a literal helicopter overhead, you know, that was circling Mm -hmm. um and it just the absurdity of this uh you know it was a group of 25 parents and you know we were waving at the helicopter because it was shining its spotlight down on us and um this is something that is incredible in america and it's you know ridiculously un-american and honestly um i have paid a heavy price uh, because of what I said at my school board meeting on September 23rd about the pornography and the pedophilia that I found in my son's high school at Fairfax High School. And since the DOJ protest on Sunday, on Monday night, my family has been receiving daily threats. So I have threats against my children by name. I have been followed in my car with my children in my car. They have my vehicle. They know where I live. And I don't know who is putting somebody up to this, um, but it's obviously meant to intimidate me. It could be it's the DOJ. It could be it's uh, McAuliffe's 
campaign people because I know this is suddenly all about the election here in the state of Virginia. Um, it could be the school board. It could be the LGBTQ community. I know there are a lot of people who are very unhappy about what I said at the school board meeting. I don't know why people have a problem with what I said because I don't know who is in favor of pornography in their children's school. This isn't a political issue and even the liberals shouldn't be happy that there's porn in the schools. So. I'm not getting a lot of sleep right now. Nobody's sleeping in my house because we can't be sure that we're safe. So I understand Merrick Garland is actually testifying today at the Senate, and he's going to talk about mobilizing the FBI against parents. Maybe he should mobilize the FBI into who's threatening my family. Yeah, it's interesting that he's mobilizing the FBI to protect the school board members, yet parents who are getting threats, there's no FBI. Oh, there's an FBI. They're just not doing what they should be not going after who they should be. And that has directly resulted in empty store shelves at the stores. Wait, what? What does the FBI, help throw the CIA in too, while you're at it, they're just as useless and just as compromised by our enemies. What do they have to do with the empty store shelves? It turns out a lot. As former Trump advisor Rick Grinnell pointed out, He referenced back to one of the most stunning episodes in American political history when 50, 50 heads and former heads of our intel agencies, Pentagon, um, deputy directors, CIA, FBI, NSA, all came out in the week before the election and flat out lied to you, telling you Hunter's laptop wasn't really Hunter's laptop. It was Russian disinformation. It was a stunning lie. That empowered our social media and our media to censor the truth about just how owned the Bidens are by the Chinese. It was the one episode, that's why I keep coming back to it, that shows you how utterly, completely, and profoundly compromised our intel leaders are. How they will protect the enemy and those who own the enemy, our enemies, absolutely, no matter how many laws. The Bidens broke to profit from the Chinese, the Kazakhs, the Russians. The list is endless. And so are the lies our intel leaders will tell to protect them. It is bizarre. And Grinnell, who saw it firsthand serving in the Trump administration, laid it on the line. There is a direct connection between the empty shelves, our compromised president, our compromised intelligence agencies. And China. This was from Bartiromo's show this past weekend. Note, it's exactly what your humble host has been telling you on the Battleground podcast. And remember, Rick Rennell isn't just some guy. He served under Trump as the director of national intelligence, the highest ranking intelligence official in the land. The only guy who sees all of it, what the FBI brings in, what the CIA brings in, what the GSA brings in, what the NSA brings in. And this is why he says... Our shelves are empty. Our supply lines are in crisis. Well, let's just remember, put this in perspective, that all of the container ships off the ports of Los Angeles and Long Beach stacked up is evidence that we still have a supply chain problem. The United States is not able to manufacture uh, goods to the point where we're relying on China for a lot of these products. That's got to change. And we've got to bring home manufacturing. The reason why the Biden administration isn't taking on China 
to grow the United States manufacturing base is because they're afraid of what China knows about them. Let's be really clear. Three weeks before the election last year, we saw 50 former U.S. intelligence officials without any evidence come forward and say that Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation. None of those 50 people had any briefings from the intelligence agency. There was no raw intelligence to assume. They took a political stance in the face of election uh, of an election. Three weeks before the Biden-Trump election, they tried to distract us away from the story by saying, look over at Russia. Beijing loved that. What is on that laptop? A whole bunch of evidence that shows that the Bidens have been in economic relationships with Chinese government officials. So we've got a huge problem, and it points to the fact that Joe Biden is unable to take on China because we know what's in that laptop indicates that the Chinese know a lot more than the American public about the Biden-Chinese relationship. That's not merely annoying. That's not just going to impact your shopping trip, although that's annoying enough. It won't just affect the economic future of America. It could mean life or death. The, the amount that the Bidens are compromised could mean life or death to human civilization. I kid you not. Now that we know for a fact that Anthony Fauci lied about partnering with the Chinese and Hunter Biden and Echo Health Alliance and Google in that lab to create deadly killer COVID-like viruses. We know because the National Institutes of Health, which he works for, admitted it last week. It's a bombshell admission. And the fact that it proves he's lied to us every step of the way is terrifying. But Rand Paul, the senator who it turns out was right every step of the way, had a warning about what it means that Fauci not only got away with funding the Wuhan lab, with collaborating with our worst enemies on Earth who vowed to destroy us to create a killer virus or viruses that could do just that. No, Paul has a warning. It's not just about whether Fauci lied and should be fired, although that's all very interesting. It's about the fact it's still going on. And every day that we don't get to the bottom of what happened in that Wuhan lab is another day that all of humanity is in dire danger because of what exists in that lab. And we're never going to get to the bottom of it as long as Biden is compromised. It simply won't happen. As Maria Bartiromo pointed out, Biden has never even brought up COVID with Chairman Xi, much less pressed him for a serious investigation. And he won't, not as long as China controls him, not as long as we don't understand the tentacles between financial tentacles between Hunter and Joe. Here's U.S. Senator Rand Paul with that dire warning. And the technique they use in Wuhan and other labs is very dangerous. They combine an unknown virus with a virus that can cause a pandemic. And so now the NIH has admitted they combined an unknown virus with the SARS virus, which caused a pandemic in 2004. And they did create viruses in the lab that don't exist in nature that gained ability. They gained function. They gained dangerousness. That sounds like gain of function, but you know what? Dr. Fauci still says it wasn't gain of function because we did not know in advance that this was going to happen. 
So they're doing experiments by combining unknown viruses with viruses that cause pandemic, and they don't know what they're gonna get. And so Dr. Fauci says, well, that's okay. It's not really gain of function unless gain of function occurs, but it's like, really, we're going to let them experiment with pandemic causing viruses and unknown viruses. This is very, very dangerous research. I've been calling for an investigation in two full committees for over six months now. Not one Democrat has allowed one hearing to develop. And this is important because what if the next virus that comes out of a lab has 15% mortality or 50% mortality? Two of the viruses they're experimenting with actually do have that kind of mortality. And the NIH has been funding this kind of research and it should stop. But this goes to Fauci's lack of, uh, or his naivete as far as uh, judgment. He still thinks it's a good idea to send money to Wuhan. To this date, the NIH is still sending money to Wuhan because Dr. Fauci trusts the scientists in China. Well, I frankly don't. I think they've lied to us. And there's a great deal of evidence. They've looked at thousands of blood samples from 2019. And if this was percolating through the, uh, through the population, we should have found at least hundreds of people in China that had COVID-19 in 2019. They found zero in a sample of thousands of blood samples they looked at, which to the researchers that looked at this indicate that this came directly to humans. It didn't come from animals first. And the technique they use in Wuhan and other labs is da very dangerous. They combine an unknown virus with a virus that can cause a pandemic. And so now the NIH has admitted they combined an unknown virus with the SARS virus, which caused a pandemic in 2004. And they did create viruses in the lab that don't exist in nature that gained ability, they gained function, they gained dangerousness. So they're doing experiments by combining unknown viruses with viruses that cause pandemic. But it's like, really, we're going to let them experiment with pandemic causing viruses and unknown viruses? This is very, very dangerous research. I've been calling for an investigation in two full committees for over six months now. Not one Democrat has allowed one hearing to develop. And this is important because what if the next virus that comes out of a lab has 15% mortality or 50% mortality? Two of the viruses they're experimenting with actually do have that kind of mortality. But this goes to Fauci's lack of, uh, or his naivete as far as uh, judgment. He still thinks it's a good idea to send money to Wuhan. To this date, the NIH is still sending money to Wuhan because Dr. Fauci trusts the scientists in China. Well, I frankly don't. I think they've lied to us. 